welcome to our first episode of Pura Vida Podcast. I'm Doreen and this is Hans. Our very first session is going to be about what stops us from moving forward. What stops us from taking action or from just being our best self. A lot of literature tells you that it's fear being one of the top things. We have two primary fears. One of them saying we're not enough. And the other one saying we won't be loved. When we try to think and talk about fear, we ask ourselves, fear of what? What are we afraid of? So some of the things you know that come to mind is that we're afraid of not being accepted. We're afraid of failing. We're afraid of not knowing how to handle our success. Uh, we're afraid of, you know, loving what we do or who we love, losing love, you know, afraid of the unknown, you don't know what's going to happen. There's just so many things, you know, that come to mind, all these what ifs, what if that, what if this. Another one of the things that, you know, stops us from moving forward is lack of knowledge or ignorance. Um, you know, so many times just not knowing what's waiting for us after we take a decision or not knowing what's ahead in life period that's really what's what's stopping a lot of us from just making a decision and dealing with the consequences later and um, you know so many times the consequences really aren't so drastic um, I think it's mostly the fear that we build up in ourselves in our minds and we just stay there you know ruminating think about it over and over and over again and you know we we let it turn into something else into this much bigger problem than what it is and that kind of leaves you stuck in a rut a circular rut where you just continue thinking about this and what you're doing is it you're stopping yourself from moving forward and um you know, you're wasting a lot of time because if you move forward and even if you do fail, quote unquote, in your head, you know, in reality, you're just learning. Every single failure is just a learning opportunity. So, you know, get informed, make decisions, try to get out of that circular rut. It's actually kind of funny that you say this because I've fallen victim to this so many times in the past where I just think, no, you know, I, I don't really know what I'm doing. Like, I'd rather not do it, you know, and I, I do all the research and, and I'm not talking about, you know, a, a couple hours of research. I'm talking about months. I research for hours daily. You know, I outline, I write reports, I do business plans, you name it. Like I could probably apply for a loan and get it immediately. And even so, I just don't follow through with the project because I'm like, I don't know, you know, I don't really know what I'm doing. And I tell my husband all the time, I show him all these influencers on Instagram that obviously have no clue what they're doing, yet they just go for it, you know? It's, it's what they say, ignorance is bliss. And I'm constantly telling my husband, look at this guy, like, 
he's just doing this and like he has no clue what he's talking about it's really obvious because you know i researched that i know that it's like this and the statistics say this but this guy just went out and did it so you know i i do this all the time like it's it's a really common thing to do you, you don't even realize sometimes that you do it you know you hold yourself back you don't move forward and it's something that you you just kind of have to push through it you know you have to be mindful and and realize what you're doing and just you know take action take action just do it and then deal with whatever happens as it happens another thing that you know stops us from moving forward or taking action is a lack of self-esteem you know we we don't have that self-worth we think i'm not good enough like there's so many other people that are better at this. Like, I don't have what it takes. That's that's a very common problem. So, I mean... Yeah, I mean, that's true, you know. So many times that, that lack of self-esteem is what's holding you back. And there's, I mean, there's so much great advice that I've come across. You know, a lot of the self-help books, they've offered great, great material. Um, you know, I think that one of those is the, um, affirmations, you know, when you read aloud affirmations, you know, you tell yourself that you are good enough. You tell yourself that, you know, you, you do have something worth listening to something worth sharing with the world. I think all of these little bits, you know, these little pieces of advice, they help you to slowly build up that self-esteem and, um, you know, get out there, do what it is that you really want to do, you know, reach, reach for your dreams and, um, you know, just work on those self-affirmations, work on building that self-esteem and, you know, the little victories along the way, those are also the things that will give you self-esteem. And I mean, talking about, you know, self-esteem and self-worth and, and Hans kind of touched upon the subject, you know, about affirmations. Our next point, it just leads right into it, is toxicity. So there's always going to be people that get in the way, you know, they tell you what to do. They tell you not what, you know, like what you shouldn't do. Like everybody has an opinion, you know, when you approach them. And everybody wants to solve things for you, you know, it's, it's, it's just human nature. Like it's, you know, it's, we're not taught to listen. Like we're, we're always taught to solve, 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 solve. And a lot of times like this holds us back because, you know, we have an idea, we come up with a plan, you know, we're ready to ex you know, express it and we want to share it with, you know, a friend or relative or a spouse and that's when you hit that brick wall because this person doesn't support you or they give you some negative feedback and you just fall into the trap of, I'm not worthy, this isn't good enough, I don't know what I'm doing, and then you're afraid because you're like, I got rejected, this is gonna be a failure. You know, I'm afraid of losing love and trust from other people, so this one, is a difficult one, you know, because you just have to learn how you react to other people. You have to be able to listen to the person and know that they're coming from a good place, you know? 
Like they, they're trying to offer you help, advice. They want to solve, you know, what they think is right or wrong. And again, you know, their opinions and it's the opinion of one person. So this one person, as much as you may value, respect or love them, it's just their opinion. You know, there's like 7 billion other opinions and counting. So don't just go with that one opinion just because about, you know, how you feel about them. Like take it with a grain of salt. Don't react to it. Stay positive and stay focused. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I think that there's many ways of, of categorizing toxic people. Um, you know, one way you can think about it is some people you know you don't really need in your life, you know. So those are very easy to unfollow in your social media. Those are very easy to, to isolate. Um, you know, you don't have to pay attention to them. So make the conscious effort to do that. Other people who you do want in your life and they are toxic one way or another, that gets a little tricky. And the suggestion that I'm going to give is you need to talk to them, you know, and, and it's best to talk face to face, um, not behind text, you know, text can often you know, you lose the, the tone of voice, you lose the facial expressions, you, you can't really tell if people are being sarcastic or not through text or, you know, sometimes even through a phone call. So talk to the person, you know. Um, like Doreen was saying, sometimes people are coming from a place where they want to help and they think that they're helping, but they don't realize that they're being negative, they're bringing you down. So talking to them, asking them questions sometimes helps to understand where they're coming from. And um, I think that helps a lot to, you know, take those comments that are negative, but that they're coming from people who love you, to take those comments with a grain of salt. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it, it's a lot of like, inner work that you have to do you have to do a lot of you have to be introspective you know you have to be insightful you have to determine um how you react what you're projecting you know the kind of energy you're coming with and and just work with that you know like make you yourself (laughs) A, a solid person so that when all these outside forces come in to attack you it's just not going to be a problem you know like if you know that you have the knowledge that you are worthy and that no matter what happens from the outside it's not going to change who you are then you'll be able to move forward you know you'll be able to take action and at the same time you You also have to understand that we're human. So, you know, like there's going to be times when we do feel defeated and that's all right. You know, embrace the defeat, cry it out, scream, you know, go, go play a round of, I don't know, golf for all I know. Just, you know, just, just embrace those emotions you're feeling and don't let them get the best of you. Just keep pushing forward. You know, I think that fear can be in a certain way compared to being physically injured right so imagine that you get cut 
accidentally uh, by whatever, a knife. And how are you going to react to that, right? Because some people, you know, they see blood, they immediately start panicking. Some people just, you know, the fact that they got cut, it's not so much the blood, but just being cut, the sensation of it, it sends people into a panic, right? But not everyone is like that and you know you can choose to be different right you can choose to react to being cut in a different way you can just realize it you know you feel it you feel the pain but you can choose to not let the pain um, you know distract you from what you have to do you know in the case of a cut what you have to do is you have to uh, disinfect it you know don't wash it with water uh, try to close it up somehow. If you compare that to fear, you know, try to realize when it is that you're feeling fear. And instead of going down this rabbit hole, instead of letting the fear or the feeling of fear take over, and um, you know, you you get into the stress mode where you stop thinking. You know, try breaking the cycle of what you do, the dynamics, stop, you know, breathe, and think a little bit before you take your next step, right? Sometimes, you know, when you realize that you're afraid of something, that can actually be helpful, and that's how you turn it around, you know, instead of fear letting take control of you, you look at fear as a tool you know, so that you can take control of it. So when you're afraid, when you start feeling afraid, take notice of that and think about it. You know, is it is it a gut feeling? You know, maybe there is some danger, you know, you're in a dangerous country or a dangerous part of town. Stop, breathe, and think, okay, maybe this is legitimate, what can I do? right? Uh, can I call an Uber? Can I get out of this situation? Um, you know, sometimes you have fear about talking to someone, confronting them about something. Uh, you know, someone, perhaps someone who's toxic. Again, take a moment to breathe, analyze, uh, picture a conversation. You know, if, if it goes bad, well, you know, how do you respond to that? And, um, I mean, I'd like to touch a little bit upon the biology of fear, you know. So many people have the fear of not being accepted, right? Not being accepted by peers. And so you follow trends, you follow uh, whatever people on social media, you know, you, you hit a like just to see if they like you back. And, you know, this fear is natural, right? Without this fear our ancestors would not be able to survive but uh, you know we've come a long way we've uh, civilization has advanced very quickly and I don't think we've evolved as quickly right so we still retain that fear from our caveman ancestors where you know if, if our caveman ancestors were not accepted by the tribe there's a high chance that they would not survive on their own right so I think that's worth noting because now it's you know we 
we still need connection, we still need friendships, but we don't need to be fully accepted by society and our peers in order to survive. I mean, I will have to, <laughs> I will have to disagree on that <laughs> because I, I mean, my, my husband Hans, right here next to me, he, he's the kind that, that believes that, you know, he can survive by himself, completely independent, and, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's not the case, <laughs> so, uh, I, like, you know, you always need other people, like, it's, 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 you know, so many tests have been done where you live longer when you're part of social circles, uh, that's true. You're more efficient when you work in groups. So yes. companies, you know, tend to put you in groups, which is why during, you know, like your MBA and whatever other career you study, they, they do a lot of group work because of the, the efficiency, you know, of, of having several minds working on one task. And I do, I do think that you, you know, you need other people to survive. You can't do it on your own. You know, like, I'm not going to say the old adage of like, oh, you need the farmers to grow your vegetables and all that. I mean, even though it's true, but just the fact of like being with another person, like it enhances your life, you know, like you get to talk to the person, you get to connect and so many other things. And, um, I don't, I don't think that you know, being afraid that you're going to be rejected should be what guides you or what leads you when you are going to choose to connect to people. I think that you just have to, you know, like sometimes you just have to be like a child about it and just approach things with that level of innocence, you know, without having all these preconceived notions that you acquire as you age. You know, just, just approach the people. No judgment, no thoughts, nothing. You know, come up, see what happens, talk to them. And I mean, if you get rejected, you know, just know that it's not about you. It's it's about them. So, you know, just just get up and, you know, try it again. You don't make don't make those five minutes like the rest of your story. You know, it's it's just not how it works. I remember once we were traveling in Madrid and uh, a wise man, <laughs> he said, the answer will always be no, unless you ask. So. Yeah, that, I remember that. And that also got us a free ride with our bags and uh, it wasn't part of the programmed hotel route. So, and I mean, even in our travels, you know, like I'm the kind of person that I, like I pick up strangers from everywhere and I remember one time I don't know who we were talking to but they they asked uh, Hans like oh doesn't it make you jealous that your wife is always picking up random strangers and I was really confused because I you know like I wasn't picking them up for the wrong reasons I was just talking to people and making connections and I mean, that's something that I, I really value, you know, I, I'll sit at the bar and I'll talk to anybody and some people, you know, they don't, they don't take too kindly to me talking to them and I just turn around to the person on my right side and then I talk to them and I actually, 
make it a point to really enjoy myself with the other person, you know? So I'm like, see, look at that, moved right on. And I, you know, I don't, I don't let fear guide me. I just, you know, I talk to people. I, I like quality time. I like connecting with others. I like hearing their story. You know, it's one of the reasons why I, I studied psychology because I like hearing people's stories. I like to know what, what makes a person tick. Like, why do, you, why do they do the things that they do? It's, it's just one of those things, you know, like we're all so different. We've all had different backgrounds and stories that have formed us. And interestingly enough, we're all pretty similar. You know, we just all, we just all want to be accepted. We just all want to, you know, feel loved and, and just live life. And yeah, you know, that's something that I know I have to work on personally. Um, that sense of rejection. I mean, you know, when people, let's say, don't want to talk, just as an example, they don't want to carry a conversation with you, you know, it's no big deal, but I don't know why, if that rejection, it's, it's hard to get over, um, you know, I shouldn't feel hurt, and yet I do, and I think for me personally, that's one of my fears you know I fear that feeling getting to that point where I'll be rejected and then I'll be hurt you know and it's just a matter of, of I don't know just really I guess I mean I think I think that you just have to realize that it's not about you yeah exactly like the person is not rejecting you Heinz the person is rejecting what they see in themselves in you so ultimately they're rejecting themselves, you know, like they're not accepting that, that flaw, that inner child trauma that they have. Like, I think that's the most important thing to, you know, because I mean, I have noticed, you know, like in my almost 40 years of life that, you know, we're really not that important to others like and, and I don't mean it in a bad sense you know because then you're gonna be like oh my god then my fear are you know there's <laughs> then my fears are coming to fruition here but like that that's not what I mean what I'm talking about is like you know I'm important to Hans I'm important to my mom I was important to my father but outside of that circle I'm not I'm not really important to my neighbor I mean he hates me because the fence is falling and he thinks it's my fault but it's not but other than that like I, I'm not important to him, you know, he, like he's important to his children and vice versa. So it, it's one of those things, you know, because I always used to tell, I, I, you know, I tell my husband, I'd be like, oh my God, it's because they don't like me and they thought this and that about me. And, and remember that day, like in the supermarket where this happened, you know, and I, and I have like, I have all these, well, I, I call them cassettes, but nowadays they're not called cassettes. I don't know what they're called, but I have all this information that I save, you know, about people. Like, I remember this kid in school used to call me a witch all the time. And uh, I was able to meet up with him as adults. And I said to him, you know, you, you really traumatized my, you know, my whole childhood by calling me a witch. Like, it really affected me. You know, I didn't want to have long hair and all these things. And, you know, this kid, now an adult or so, it seemed, uh, <laughs> he, he basically said to me, oh, really? I don't remember that at all. And that wasn't the first time that happened, you know, because I decided to like 
come and approach a lot of people that really affected me in the past and I told them like, hey, you affected me like this. They had no clue. They didn't remember. You know, they did not remember that about me at all. And that for me was an eye opener because I was like, oh, geez, I wasn't really that important in that person's life. You know, at least not that moment that for me was so pivotal, pivotal, pivotal. But uh, like it, you know, for them, it was nothing. But for me, my God, it changed my life. So I think it's it's one of those things that, you know, you're like, I'm so afraid to do this. I'm, I'm so afraid to move forward because, you know, so and so might say this heck, they're not going to remember you. They're not going to remember this moment because maybe at that particular moment, they had something else going on in their lives. So they won't even remember it. So that that's a good thing to keep in mind is that, you know, people have their own stuff to deal with. They have their own demons. They have their own lives. They have their own children, the, the spouse that's mad, the, the relative that, you know, called and said this or that, money problems, you name it. Which... Speaking of money, yeah, exactly. That's another one that stops us from moving forward, and that one is that one's not uh, well. It's not as psychological for me. It is because I'm cheap, so I don't move forward with my projects because I don't want to spend money on them. So that that is a psychological problem that you have to overcome. Is it, you know those demons, but when it comes to money, I mean, you got to find money, right, to begin somewhere and be able to move forward and and nowadays there's a lot of options you know like uh, banks offer small loans and uh, there's a lot of crowdfunding that you can do you know there there's a lot of venture capitalists and angel investors that look to invest in smaller projects and uh, thank god now there's a new trend for impact investing so if you're trying to create a project that can have some potential impact, um, you know, there's people out there that want to throw money at it, you know, because it's, it's tax deductible. <laughs> but uh, that's one of the things. I mean, what are your thoughts on money? Yeah, you know, I have two things running through my mind right now. One is, for example, when you need access to money, and some people will then go out and take loans. Some people are afraid of taking loans, right? I know I'm one of those that I am very afraid of debt, but debt changes from country to country, right? That's because you don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, that's true. But I mean, you know, in the, in the US, having debt, having credit is in, important, you know? It's uh, how you move forward in life, so. You know, I, I kind of admire people who are not afraid of taking on loans, taking on uh, debts in order to get ahead. But, you know, then you hear so many sad stories where, you know, people mortgage their homes and then they lose them for just a few payments. And, you know, that for me is a fear, right? I, I don't know what I would do if I were in that situation. The other one that... You know, I have to admit, I cannot relate to this second one at all. Some people are afraid of making money. Some people are afraid of, of having money and, and getting rich, you know. And I've heard that, you know, people stop themselves from moving forward with their lives because they have this fear of, of acquiring more money. And, uh, you know, like I said, for me, it's strange, but... You know, I've heard people give their reasons. Some people, you know, they're afraid that they might 
have uh, commitments, you know, with uh, family or, or friends that, oh, everyone is going to, you know, come to them and, and ask for money or, you know, they're going to be perceived as different because they're no longer, you know, poor or, or middle class like, like all their peers, you know. And, um, yeah, I mean, I remember Jen Sincero would talk about this and uh, she was she was pretty good. She had a good approach on it. I mean, there is no reason why you should be embarrassed about it. You know, don't don't let that fear stop you from getting the better job, right? From uh, from having success. And you know, there's many resources. I mean, you certainly don't have you have no obligation to be you know paying for other people when you've worked so hard to to achieve what you have right so i mean don't don't let those fears take over to to stop you really from from being successful yeah i mean i i think that like you know we've honestly like hans and i we're, we share our knowledge and our experiences and we're, we're still in a learning process you know you, you never stop learning and you know it's until the day you die but uh, even even at that point we don't know if we still keep learning after death but it, it's just one of these things you know like if you feel like you're stuck you know and like you're not taking action or you're not being your best or whatever that might be you know just just stop you know recap you know put 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 everything in order and and figure out you know like a little insight goes a long way try to figure out like what's stopping you you know because 99 out of 100 times it's you and i and i'm being nice right because that other one time it's probably you as well but uh it, it's just you know like just just sit down you know take the time figure out what's stopping you what do you have to do to move forward you know journal meditate express gratitude do just do whatever it takes to to you know get your ducks in a row and and just keep going forward you know like don't look back go forward and and you you know all those what ifs like they're they're probably not gonna be as bad as you imagine them trust me so many times like my what ifs were just the worst you know and i i would plan for them and i'm, I'm not even talking about monumental things i'm talking about a phone call you know like to make to make a dentist appointment to clean my teeth <laughs> i you know i would you know, i would set up an entire game plan about how it was going to be when i would call and and because the secretaries aren't nice and how am i going to tell them you know that i just wanted my teeth clean and that i need it for this day because you know I, i'm a little I, I'm, I'm very anxious when it comes to calling I'm always so afraid that they're gonna reject me or, or not understand me. So I would have a whole plan laid out and then I'd call and I'd get the voicemail and apparently it was just automated to get your appointment. So what a bummer that was, you know, because I would spend weeks being afraid to call to get my teeth clean. Meanwhile, my breath was just unbearable and it wasn't such a big deal. 
So a lot of times, you know, like you have to sit down and, and analyze, like what what am I afraid of? Like what are the thoughts that are coming to my mind, and are they really that bad? You know, because I, obviously, like if you're afraid of, you know, that you're gonna die, and there's a real ch- chance you're gonna die, you know, like then yeah, that one that one's probably a good one to like sit down and think through. You know, like uh, I don't know if you're gonna race a, a, in a car, you know, and you're not so sure what what you're doing and you only know how to drive automatic and this is a manual and there's a high chance you're going to die, then yeah, you should be afraid. That's good afraid. That's the kind of afraid that tells you to run. So, you know, like it, it just analyze, you know, every situation because they're all different. You, like these are just some points that, that we want to bring to light and let you know, you know, that we're all afraid. It's, it's part of our human nature. It's in our biology, you know, like it's, it teaches us to survive. It's just that times have changed, you know. We're not surviving from T-Rex or Willy Mammoth, you know. We're not surviving anything too crazy. I mean, obviously, there are war-torn countries and those people are surviving different things. But if you're listening to our podcast, you most likely are not in one of these places. So, you know, like, when I, like I had a good Hungarian friend that uh, would tell me, he, you know, I'd come along and I'd tell him, oh, you know, like because my iPhone I don't want to press the button because before it had a button I said I don't want to press the button too much because it wears down and then it stops working so that's why I put this accessibility feature and you know he turned around to me and he said that's a first world problem and uh, by golly that that really hit hard you know because so many times now whenever you know I'm talking to my husband and he's complaining about something or I'm complaining well it's not complaining but it's just talking it's voicing out how you feel you know I, I joke around and I say yeah first world problem move on and it's true it, that's just what it is you know like we have such great lives that we come up with all these problems that they're really not problems mm-hmm. you know and back to the what ifs like oh what if this turns out bad what if this what if you know yeah okay be prepared you know think of a game plan in case things do go sour but there's the other what if what if things do go well you know and and i think for some people that's the one they forget to think about right so Uh, absolutely yeah i mean it's i think again it's just innate for us to focus on the negatives you know it's just another one of those lovely traits that we inherit from our ancestors um i remember that john gottman mentioned I think it was five to one. You have to have five positives for every one negative. So food for thought, right? Because I think I have about a thousand negatives to, I don't even know if I'm positive, but you know, these things, they're things that you have to train yourself to do. You know, like I, I try to go to the gym four times a week and, and just kill myself. And I don't do other things four times a week. And these are the things that I'm just trying to do, you know, like, meditating expressing gratitude they're just exercises for the mind you know because we exercise the body but we don't exercise the mind that's not something they teach us so schedule in 30 minutes you know 10 minutes whatever it might be just schedule that in and exercise your mind you know exercise the mind like start practicing positivity start expressing gratitude Start looking at your first world problems as a blessing and just, you know, 
start moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and about moving forward, I mean, it's, it's really about that, you know, about these exercises, you know, it's, it's about having healthy routines, you know, like, like you were just mentioning, I mean, the journaling, that's a great one, journaling things that you appreciate, you know, journaling how you spent your time, um, you know, listing your top five priorities for the day. I think those are those are good pieces of advice to move forward, you know. What stops us from moving forward? Maybe having bad habits, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that just to recap, um, we have two primary fears, you know, one of them being that we're not enough and the other one being that we won't be loved. And some of the topics we discussed was uh fear of not being accepted failure too much too much success too little success uh love losing love the unknown uh we talked about you know your fear of that you have a lack of knowledge or your ignorance we talked about self-esteem self-worth uh, another topic was toxicity, those little people, you know, that are on your shoulder saying yay or nay. And lastly, money, which was a more tangible one. And, and those are the topics that we discussed today, which, you know, is all about what stops us from moving forward. And we uh, really appreciate the time that you took to listen to us. And, you know, stay tuned for our next episode. We hope you enjoyed this. Yeah, so cheers from uh, sunny Costa Rica. We are the Pura Vida Podcast. Thank you very much.